The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Hey there, I'm Dr. Richard Maddow, and welcome to the next episode of the Dental Practice Fixers Podcast. Man, do we have a lot of great stuff for you today, including a dental video I just watched that pretty much just made me barf. I mean, just hurl. It was pretty disgusting. Or maybe you don't agree with me. I don't know. We'll see what you think. So I want to talk about that as one of our two really quick but important topics today. Um, And then... The next podcast that comes out is going to be kind of an end of the year bonus episode because recently so many people have told me that they heard about the Meadow Center through our podcast, but really don't know anything about us or what else we do. So the next podcast that comes out will be an end of the year bonus episode. And I'll just real quickly, and hopefully it'll be a lot of fun, I'll explain the history of the Meadow Center, how we started, which is a crazy story, and how we came to be. Um, dental practice coaches and advisors for over 30 years. So if you're curious about that, or even if you're not curious about that, you don't want to miss that. And then, of course, um, we'll be doing some crazy, crazy mystery shopper calls at the end of today's podcast. So thanks so much for being here. Okay. I got to tell you, recently, um, I got one of the journals, one of the throwaway journals, as we call them, because they're free and, you know, whatever you want to call them, dental bathroom reading. And sometimes these journals have these ads. They're they're more than full page ads. They're like these big paste over covers where this ad actually gets glued over the cover of the journal. Now, those ads are really effective and they're very expensive. And it's always interesting to me to see who's advertising on the pasted over cover of these journals, kind of like the the Beatles butcher cover paste over, but not exactly because you don't have to steam this one off. It just rips right off. So anyway, this was a company I was not familiar with. Actually, they called themselves an institute, which just cracked me up. You know, these days, anybody can, and I'm not sure this is even legal, say this is like so-and-so dental university, or you get your MBA in dental business, or this is an institute. Not so sure if that's really totally kosher, but everybody seems to be using those terms. Institute, sure, that's a real catch-all. But to say they're giving you a dental MBA or that this is part of a university when it's really not true, not so sure I like that very much. But that's not the point. This was an institute, and they were giving this big seminar about what they called closing arches. Now, I did do a double take. I'd never heard that term before, closing arches. Does this mean like a McDonald's store is being shut down? I'm not so sure, but I had to find out more. So I went to their promo video. It was about a three and a half minute video on this big seminar that they do. Not nearly as big as TBSC was, but, you know, pretty nice size seminar that they do. And it started with all these people screaming there was like this woman with a phony british accent and she's holding the mic up saying how many arches are we going to close and then the whole crowd goes all of them and the more and more you watch this video you realize they're talking about um full arch implant cases but they're referring to patients as arches and they're saying like we're going to close 20 30 40 arches this month 
And then they had this like, I don't know if it was real cash or fake cash coming out of some kind of wind machine flying all over the place and everybody's screaming and they're going on and on. And then they interviewed some guy and he says, this is a sales process for dental businesses. We're going to close all the arches, 20, 30, 40 arches per month. And I'm watching this in disbelief how they're dehumanizing patients, people, real people, and turning them into arches that we're going to close. It was actually, I was mouth open, amazed. Now, look, when we work with coaching clients, whether it's individually or in my seminars or in my blogs, podcasts, whatever, of course, we want your dental practice to do better. And part of that is increasing revenues. There's no question about it. We help dental practices increase revenues too. But there's a way to go about it that's professional and ethical, and there's a way to go about it that's just dehumanizing people and turning them into cash and body parts. That's what really I thought was disgusting. I mean, they never mentioned helping people. They never mentioned increasing dental health. It was just closing arches, closing arches, closing arches. Just unbelievable. Now, I always say, that if, if you're doing your morning huddle or you're talking to your assistant or assistant's talking to doc, whatever, and you say, hey, we've got a crown prep in room three, just stop, back up, and think about it for a second. You don't have a crown prep in room three. What you have is Mr. Smith, a pharmacist who works at the local CVS as a retail pharmacy. He's got two kids in college, really nice wife. He loves the Baltimore Ravens, whatever. Let's talk about our patients as if they are people and not procedures and not body parts. And when you do that, you just proceed with so much more empathy. You just want to make them healthier and you want to do a really pain-free procedure and you want to call them a night to check in to see how they're doing. When you think of a patient as a crown prep in room number three or an arch that needs to be closed. It simply doesn't work. And this is a philosophy that we use with our coaching clients as well. And that is, I know as somebody who's been doing this for many, many years, and when I in my practice, I use many coaches as well. If a dental coach or consultant comes into the office and meets with the team and says, these are our revenue goals, and we're going to teach you how to grow the practice by making more revenue, and we're going to hit $120,000 in collections this month, woohoo! and that's our goal, and that's what we're working towards. Well, it's great to have revenue goals. Don't get me wrong. But if that's what you make it about, if that's what the team sees as the do-all and end-all is to increase revenues, well, first of all, that enthusiasm won't last long. Secondly, they're going to be resentful. They think they're just working hard to make the doctor more money. And all those things are so negative. And that's why our approach is, yes, we absolutely want to help you grow your revenues. And this is how we're going to do it, by making our patients healthier. When our patients are healthier, our practice is healthier. When our practice is healthier, overhead goes down, satisfaction increases, and revenues grow. We grow our practice by providing incredible treatment to make our patients healthier. Who would not want to be in that? We're all in. We're making our patients healthier. I just, again, I don't want to be too redundant here, but I cannot believe this video screaming up. We're going to close arches. 20, 30. 40, close arches, close arches, close arches. It was like a mantra. I swear, it made me just about barf. So there are just right ways to do things and really not such great 
ways to do things. By the way, I didn't want to turn this into a promo for coaching, but I did get to talk about our coaching services a little bit. If you're a practice owner and you want to talk to me about any issue in your practice, how we can help, whether that means becoming a coaching client or not, or just having a you know, 30, 45 minute, one hour call to chat about your practice, I'm here for you. You can access my calendar. Just go to matto.com slash chat, M-A-D-O-W.com slash C-H-A-T. Which brings me to topic number two. Topic number two is in the last few weeks, I've spoken to a few dentists, and I'm going to say millennials because they were millennials. I'm not one who's going to stereotype millennials. But it seems like when you go on some of the online groups, whether it's Facebook or you know, whatever, where, where there's discussions about dentistry amongst practice owners, I see so much, and it seems to be really popular with the millennials and maybe older dentists like me as well. I'm, I'm a boomer, okay, boomer, whatever. Um, they're talking about passive income and side hustles. And so many times this involves, we're going to purchase practices, we're going to buy multiple practices, or we're going to have a satellite office, which I can't stand that term. Satellite. What the heck is a satellite office? Like, It's not our regular office. It's just some office where all the inferior equipment is, and it kind of orbits the, the other office in like you know this long orbit. Maybe if you get it on the right day, you can actually go to the satellite. I don't know. I don't like that term. But I find that too many dentists get distracted. And sometimes we get distracted about crazy stuff like investing in our our nephew's brew pub is, you know, just what you want to do is be at the brew pub every night till 2 a.m. greeting customers. Or, you know, some multi-level marketing scheme where you're selling overpriced lotion for $80. And if you can just recruit five people and they can recruit five and they can each recruit five and they can each recruit five, we're going to be multi-gazillionaires. It doesn't matter. Don't do the math. No, don't bother doing the math to find out that this is actually impossible and that you're selling a crappy product. No, no, don't worry about that kind of stuff. Let's all go to the convention to get hyped up. So. My point is, there's an old kind of Southern expression. I'm not a Southern guy, but we all love Southern expressions. And that is dance with who brought you. Dance with who brought you. And I would say to some of these dentists, look, you've got one practice that's underperforming. It's not incredibly, fantastically great yet. Why do you want to purchase another practice? Why do you want to open a satellite office? You're going to double your overhead. You're going to double your staff issues. You're going to double your rent. You're going to quadruple your headaches. Let's concentrate on making your one practice as great as it can be. Dance with who brought you. Now, I know multiple practices has worked well for many dentists, but for me, the formula that I like the best and that I've seen dentists succeed, and I mean, you know, earn incomes of a million dollars plus in some cases, is one great dynamite practice where you do treatment that patients, you know, don't let's not get distracted taking all these courses, teaching us esoteric treatments. We're going to have one practice that functions incredibly well doing things that patients actually want and need. That's endocore crown, implants and implant restorations, Invisalign, scaling and replaning, having a robust periotherapy department. If you master these things and you do it with one well-functioning practice, your stress is low, practice satisfaction is high, and you can earn a ton of money, not by closing arches, but by actually treating people and making them healthy. Woo! Were those two rants today or what? Again, if you want to talk to me about any of this stuff, just go on my calendar, matto.com slash chat. Okay, we're going to do our mystery shopper calls in a minute, but I just wanted to tell you real quickly about a great, great, great 
deal that our favorite supporter of the podcast is doing. Yes, you know, that's Stacks. We use Stacks for our credit card processing of the Matter Center. You should use them too because they do not charge that percentage overage fee, just the low, flat monthly fee to do your credit card processing. Well, for the next week or two, they're offering a special deal, and that is they will give you your first two months of processing at no charge. No fees for your first two months of processing. Of course, you still have to pay Visa, MasterCard, Amex. There's no way around that. Those are just costs that are passed along. But your bank or company or whatever is charging you a percentage over and above that to process your credit card payments. Stacks doesn't do it. They just charge a low, flat monthly fee. And you can get two months without even paying that fee. So go to matto.com slash save. M-A-D-O-W dot com slash S-A-V-E to learn more. Okay. Let's move on to everybody's favorite part of the podcast, and that is our mystery shopper calls. Um, I did a fun one this time around. One of my favorite questions, because I, I kind of love it when people get involved in just talking too much, giving clinical information, clinical misinformation, as it usually turns out to be. So I called two offices and told them that I needed a root canal. I was told by my last dentist I needed a root canal, and I just kind of let them take it from there. Okay, let's start with this one. Thank you for calling. This is Dottie. How may I help you? Hey, I have a question for you. Um, my last dentist told me that I needed a root canal, but I never had that done. Do you do root canals in your office? Um, we do, and sometimes we for out? Do you know if the tooth is in the back or toward the front area? Um, it's kind of in the middle, actually. In in the middle? So like a bicuspid. I, you could come in for, uh, she would take a quick x-ray and examine you and she could let you know if it could be done here. If not, I can give you a name of a doctor we refer to for, he is an endodontist in the area. Ah, uh, okay. But usually, uh, usually, usually he's going to want a referral from a general dentist. So maybe you have one from your other dentist. Oh, I see. Okay. And just real quickly, what, yeah. what is a root canal, actually, just so I, I'm clear on that? A root canal is when the doctor goes in and removes the nerve of the tooth. They fill it with an inert material. The tooth is safe, protected, um, no feelings because the nerve's been removed. But because it can be weaker after that perf that has been performed, they will um, do a buildup and a crown on top of it to preserve the tooth and final. Typically, crowns last 20 years. Twi oh, wow. That's great. Sometimes five. Sometimes they could last one. But in general, in my mouth particularly, and I take care of my teeth, mine are 25, 30 years old. So, wow. You don't even sound that old. I am. I am. <laughs> but, but anyway, but the doctor, she's fantastic. And, and, and the way you're describing it, it might be in an area where she can do it and we could do it for you. Are you having any, thank you. Are you having any pain or discomfort associated with it? No, not at all. Not at all. Which I guess that's not why I haven't all. gotten it done yet, but you know. Right. Yeah. Well, don't wait because when the tooth needs that root canal, the tooth is sick. It's infected or it, um, the nerve has damage and it can be weaker and it can fracture off more easily. So uh, you don't want it to like snap down and then you do have to remove it and then there is an implant instead of a simple root, not a simple, but a root canal and a buildup and crown. Then you're looking at removal of tooth, 
bone filled in and then an implant and then an implant crown on top. Oh, wow. That's quite a difference. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm in the field, so it's not like I'm trying to say, hey, come get this done. It's more about just being proactive, preventing things for the future. I understand. Well, hey, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate you taking okay, the time Dottie, to explain that. Okay, I'm what's your name in case you call back and you want to come in and get that, uh, you know, checked out? Yeah, my name's Howard. What is your so, name? Howard. Okay, Howard, thanks for your call this morning. No, thank you, Dottie. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Okay. Uh -huh, okay. Bye. Bye. Whoa. Okay. My, my middle name is Howard, just in case you're wondering why I gave that name. That was not a, a tribute to Howard Ferran, although it may as well be. Um, um, anyway, I, I got to say her explanation of what a root canal is was not bad. Not too bad. She used mostly lay terms. It was actually pretty accurate. Um, she said something that I loved kind of in passing. She said, the doctor is fantastic. I love it when team members brag on their doctors. So she said the doctor is fantastic. That's great. Um, she did something else that I really liked, and that is she gave the consequences of not following up and not getting the root canal done. Uh, she said, if you don't get this done, the tooth could fracture. You might need an implant, blah, 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 blah. She went into a little bit of crazy detail, but I like that. She said, you know, if you don't get this done, this is what could possibly happen. So she gave a great explanation, or pretty decent explanation of what the endo was. She said the doctor was fantastic. I love that. She talked about the consequences. Love that. She said her crown could last 20 years. Don't ever say that. But that's besides the point. Then she said it could last five, it could last one. I found that very confusing. Just no need to go there. But then at the very end, she just left it way too open. Well, when you're ready, give us a call. She should have said, let's get you on the schedule. We're ready for you. We can take a look. The sooner the better. Blah, blah. She did a lot of things right. But then at the very end, wow. No attempt to make the appointment. So, so, so sorry to hear that. Okay, let's go on to the next one. I think, if I remember correctly, this one's even more fun. To get you to the best team member, please select from the following menu. If you are considering becoming a new patient, please press 1. If you are an existing patient, please press 2. For all other questions for our office team, please press 3. Your call may be recorded for quality and training purposes. Thank you for calling. This is speaking. I'm going to help you. Uh, yeah, my last dentist told me I needed a root canal, and I never did get it mm -hmm. done. Do you do root canals there? Okay. Um, yes, we do. And what is a root canal? Can you explain what that even means? Um, yes. Would you mind giving me one minute? No problem. Okay, thank you.
Okay, let's see. So basically what a root canal is, um, so if your tooth is infected, you have cavity. Once it gets to the nerve, it gets infected. So what the doctor does is he goes in, he drills out all the cavity. Um, he's going to go ahead and go into the canals where the nerve is. He's going to clean out the nerve. So basically he's killing the tooth um, so you don't have any pain or any pain gets started because it's, it's the nerve has been infected. Um, so he cleans it out. And then he puts in um, some material to replace the nerve in order to fill in the um, fill in the nerve. And then he patches it up. He builds up the tooth with um, composite material. You go home with a temporary crown. You come back two to three weeks after, and he puts in the um, porcelain permanent crown. Wow, quite a procedure. So he actually kills the tooth. That is crazy. <laughs> kills it. Is that legal? He just kills yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So you said that, that you said he kills the nerve or removes the nerve. Does that hurt when he does mm -hmm. that? Because the nerve usually, you know, it sounds sensitive. Um, yeah. So you're not going to be in pain because you're going to be numb. Um, so he will be numbing up that area. Um, pretty well so you won't be feeling anything when you come out when you the anesthesia goes away i mean you might be just a little bit sore there shouldn't be any pain really because of course the tooth the nerve has been taken out you have pain because the nerve is infected mm. so once the nerve is taken out um you might have ghost pain um but it wouldn't be very you know bad it won't be very painful but you might not so it just what, what is ghost like pain it. i've never heard that term um so basically it's um how can i explain it since you had pain there before your brain is kind of you know it registered that you were having pain there so it might come back but it's very rare i had it but it wasn't very bad. It was just like soreness or just, it was, it just felt weird. You had ghost pain. Wow. But, Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Would that be worse on Halloween? I mean, it might. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, hey, you, you really gave a thorough explanation. I appreciate it very much. You're welcome. Uh, thanks. Okay. You're welcome. If okay. you need anything else, just give us a call back. I, I really appreciate it. Thanks. Bye now. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, boy. These are the kind of calls when the calls go on, I'm thinking to myself, please, please, please. I, I, I hope I press the record button. Please don't let this be one of those calls where I forget to press the record button, please. Oh, man. This was awesome. I started with that horrible menu that I can't say. If you're a new patient, push one. If you're an old patient, push two. If you're a middle-aged patient, put three. I mean, why, why do we need to do that? I just don't know why we need to do that. Um, then I finally got someone. They put me on a long hold. And somebody picks up like for a second and says, mumbles something like, I wasn't here actually. Then they put me on hold again. That was weird. Then she picks up again and doesn't even say like, hello, sir, are you there? My name is whatever. She just like starts talking. She doesn't even know if I'm there listening or not. I could have gone, you know, whatever to make, make a P 
peanut butter sandwich in the kitchen while I was on this long hold. She doesn't know, but she just starts blabbing, blabbing, blabbing. I never said hello when she came back. And then she's going into this long explanation and she's using very unfriendly terms like, oh, we're going to go in there and take the nerve out and kill the tooth. We're going to kill it. Murder your tooth. It all sounds very unfriendly. Then she goes on to start talking about ghost pain and just all these ancillary topics that never even need to be brought up. Over four minutes, this phone call lasted. Four minutes of time they invested in me, in a potential new patient, and never even came close to asking for the appointment. So, boy, this was just a great one or a horrible one, depending on your perspective. So, okay, I think we're going to just leave it at that and wrap it up for this edition of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. Remember, if you want to chat with me, if you're a practice owner, just go to matto.com slash chat. You can check out our website. It's simply matto.com. And next coming up will be an end of the year bonus issue where I will just briefly talk about the history of the Matto Center, who we are, why we do what we do. Because I know a lot of our listeners don't know any of that stuff. And I promise I'll make it fun, entertaining, and not even that long. So for now, thanks so much for being a listener or viewer of the Dental Practice Fixers. I'm Dr. Richard Matto, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.